Vroom, vroom, beep, beep. Today is Wednesday, April 17th, and I'm driving home. Hello, and welcome to Pens on the Go. That's right, I'm driving home today, not driving to work. Um, I meant to record this morning. I totally forgot. And, and so now I'm driving home, and I'm recording. Unfortunately, it is kind of warm. And I've got the AC off. So that I could record, and that might be a problem. We'll see how if I could get home and not be like sweating like bullets and stuff. Do 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 do. Oh, look at that! I'm sorry, I'm distracted because I'm watching for my opportunity to to turn here into traffic. Okay, there we go. <sighs> yeah, rush hour traffic is much worse than morning traffic. Not that it's bad where I live; it's totally fine. So I've got my notes written down. So, okay, this has been a little bit rambly of introduction. So today I've got five topics I want to talk about. I don't know how long these will take, so I don't know if I'll get to all of them or not. But, you know, let's start with the first one. Um, every week I covered my inked pens. I think this time I have too many. I actually got less than I did when I wrote down my notes. But I had I had, I was up to 11 pens the other day, which is crazy. I think I've gone through three of them already. And, you know, I never completely empty them. Usually when they're really, really low, I just go ahead and clean them out. And I don't wait till they run dry. But I've still got nine, so I'm not going to tell you what they all are. Uh, Suffice it to say, I've got a lot of choices. Um, And and I'm enjoying them, also kind of stressing out, of course. But it's going okay. I was happy that I was down at like five. And then the other day I said, you know, I just want to ink a lot of pens. So I did. (sighs) And, And there you go. And that's it for that one. So that was the first topic. That was easy. The second thing I'm going to talk about is the Atlanta Pen Show. That was, what, two weeks ago already? Uh, that went really well. It was a lot of fun. We drove down. Two and a half hour drive, I think. Yeah, that sounds about right. The drive was pretty decent. Uh, not at all bad. You know, five hours round trip, and I didn't feel tired from it at the end or anything like that, even though we left like at 8 in the morning on a Saturday. But that that was fine. The show itself was pretty busy. Lots of crowds and stuff. Um, too crowded for my taste, honestly. I didn't stop at all the tables and booths that I would have wanted to stop at, just because they're always crowded. It's like, eh, I, I just don't need to go there, and that's fine. Um, and it, every year I've been, it's always been a Saturday. It's always pretty much been the same, I think. I don't know. I think I actually felt worse this year. Maybe I'm wrong, but I think it felt worse. Um, though for comparison, last year went to the Triangle Pen Show up in North Carolina. That was like four hours away. I think so, and three or four hours away each direction, and that was on a Sunday, and so much emptier and nice. I enjoyed it. I think I would almost rather go on a Sunday just because of the crowds. Now that means you may have less choices because things do sell out in the shows, especially if you're looking at say vintage pens. Those are you know once once somebody buys a, a vintage pen, that pen is gone. So when you show up on a Sunday, all the stuff that's sold in the week is just you know no longer available. Ooh, crazy drivers here. Um, but yeah, that was, that was interesting. I did get three pens. I got myself two and one for my wife. Somebody was selling their pen collection. They had too many pens apparently. And, uh, it was a husband and wife and the wife told me that she had told her husband, you've got too many pens. You can't get any more until you sell a bunch of them. So, so they had a bunch of the show and they're going to sell what they can there. And the rest is going to go on eBay. So one of the things I got was uh, for my wife actually, um, Conklin Duragraph, the Turquoise Limited Edition, which is available again. Goulet just sent me an email today saying they have an inventory. 
really pretty pen and this one's a stub nib which is nice too uh, I, I hadn't seen any stub nibs listed maybe they had them before I don't know but this but it writes really nice it's a pretty pen it writes really nice I kind of didn't want to give it to her <laughs> but yeah, I bought it for her. So it was hers. Also, it came pre-inked. I don't know what the color is. It's some sort of dark tealish ink. Um, and it's really pretty. I wish I knew what the ink was. Uh, the second pen I bought was a Laban something. Hang on, traffic here. A Laban Rainbow Pearl. It's a red and pearl colored pen. Really pretty. I like that a lot. Kind of gaudy and I enjoy that about it. So I bought that. I think that had a medium nib. And a third pen I bought was a Bexley Prometheus in orange. Uh, like a demonstrator orange. Um, really neat looking pen too. That one's a little bit big for my taste it, it, when I hold it. It's fine. I just tend not to use a cap I found. Um... And so I was happy with those. I thought they were good prices. Though, I will say, I think the guy was not as good a deal. And, you know, in hindsight, I'm not sure he was necessarily being honest. He was being more of a salesman. He told me, for example, that the Duragraph that I was buying was an old limited edition from 10 years ago or something. I would have sworn he said that. Maybe I misunderstood or heard it wrong. But, it, I mean, it wasn't. It was a new one, which is apparently available again briefly as a limited edition from Goulet. So... So he still, he also had a lot of other knee pens. I would have bought more stuff if I could have from him, but I, I did not. I restrained myself. The third thing is walking around with my son. I came across somebody selling the um, Bennu pens. These are the they, they make pens and it's a, it's a Russian manufacturer that sells pens. And all their pens are always really interesting looking and different. I was enjoying them and they had, do you recall, I think a few episodes ago I mentioned the... Uh, parrot pens they basically look like the a parrot the it's got the head of the parrot and a bunch of feathers below it and they come in white and a second color white and yellow or white and blue really funky pens so i admired those and i talked to the vendor a little bit enjoyed that that was pretty neat then uh moved on later on my friend tim says hey did you see trufe the the people from greenville that you bought your aqua ink from and it turns out it was that same table and i hadn't realized it. so he went back and and i went and said hi and stuff and they remember me because I was the guy that bought the Aqua Ink, and so that was neat. Talked to them for a little bit more. Really nice folks. Um, did find out they are only an online. Pre- they only have an online presence, but they they do hope to get a store in at some point. So that'd be neat to have a store in Greenville that sells pens. They did not have. At least I didn't ask if they had the ten thousand dollar pen I had mentioned before on their website, but it's <laughs> still. It was neat to see them. I was really glad to to see them and meet them. So that was fun. Um, I believe it was their first year selling at the pen show. Oh, and the the last thing about it, the I was so bummed. Last episode, I talked all about the pay it forward table. There was no pay it forward table there this year. I hadn't realized. I just assumed it was going to be there, honestly. I didn't check it. I didn't ask anybody. I just said, oh, yeah, it's always there. Always, of course. But no, I was wrong. So I brought a bunch of stuff and ended up just carrying around with me in the, during the show. And that was sad. So now I've got these pens that I don't want that I couldn't give away. I don't know what to do with them. Maybe I should give them away here. Uh, if somebody wants them, let me know. It's a couple of um, Jin Hao's that I don't really use and don't really enjoy, basically. I think that's what it was. And maybe another pen. Um, but yeah, so there is that. Ooh, we're at the, at the, stopped at the off-ramp for the highway now. And it's getting warmer in this car. So let's move on to item number three. Um, 
Yeah, so, okay, so while talking to the True Faith folks, uh, it was Tim and I, and Tim mentioned how, I had mentioned how I'm doing a podcast, and I had mentioned him on the podcast, and Tim said, yeah, the, yeah as a matter of fact, the, the first episodes were great, because Albert talked about all his broken pens, but he hasn't broken any anymore. Well, uh, Tim, uh, <laughs> yes, I have, sort of, actually, it broke itself, I didn't do it, but I pulled out my Levenger, my tangerine-colored Levenger True Rider from my pen case the other day, and the, the cap ring stayed behind in the case. The, it just just slid right off really weird and now I could slide it back on a pen but it's just really loose I have no idea what happened so I went online to see how to fix it and apparently you could I've never heard this before swag it swage it maybe I'm not sure what it is S-W-A-G-E and it's basically where you make metal small like a metal ring smaller by passing it through other metal so like a metal tube and just forcing it to get squished down into a smaller size and I guess it does that by sort of spreading the metals out or something. I have no idea how it works exactly. But that's a simple way to fix it so that the ring is tighter again and fits in the uh, on the pen. I it, It's apparently simple. I don't know that. I don't have the equipment to do it. I'm not going to spend money to do that. So instead, I try putting some glue and see if that glue will hold it. Um, and if so, that's great. If not, it does, it'll be missing a ring. I've got another Levenger Trider that's missing a ring, so maybe it's just a thin with them. I, I have no idea. Um, otherwise, the pen still works great. It's a very wet rider, which I enjoy. So there was that the <laughs> broken pen. Oh, a second broken pen, possibly, but I don't think so. I was refilling my wife's Pilot Metropolitan, and I dropped the nib unit. I don't think it got damaged at all, but maybe I'm just managing. But it seemed like it was a little scratchy. Maybe maybe it was already like that. Maybe it's her pen writes already. I don't know. I'm not sure. It is a stub nib, so maybe it's just supposed to be scratchy, you know, like stub nibs sometimes are. But, it, I mean, it was writing fine anyway, and if it was only an issue when I held it at certain angles. So we'll see with that one. Maybe I just need some some tuning. Maybe it's fine. Maybe some sanding, whatever. Uh, how long have we been recording here, you ask? Well, it's a warp. It's a ten and a half minutes, and it is warm. So item number four. Um... I had inked up a pen with De Atramentis tobacco, a really neat brown ink that's scented. That smells awesome. Oh, ooh, hang on. Hello? So that is done. Don't forget the ink. What the heck is that? Um, oops, I shouldn't have sent that away. The next item. Um, oh, yeah, so, so I inked up that pen, and I used it a little bit, and then, you know, sometimes when I, when I use brown inks on some papers... It looks great, nice, dark, rich brown. In other papers, it's a very washed-out, not-so-exciting brown color, kind of grayish brown. And it is a strikingly different color, depending on the paper. I have not seen that with other color inks so much, but I have with browns. And, and you know, Maybe it's a chemical property of the brown ink. Maybe some of the colors sink down into the paper and other, you know, other of the chemicals to make the color don't. I have no idea what it is. But I did find, I went ahead and... Dumped it out because I just did not like how it was working out for me. And I inked up a different pen with a brown. I picked a different brown. I picked... Uh, I picked Monteverde Brown Sugar. And I, I said, you know what? Maybe it just needs to be more wet. Maybe I'm, these pens are writing too dry and that's the issue. So I put on a stub nib that writes pretty wet. And it looks great on every paper so far. So I think maybe maybe brown inks just need to be wet. I don't know. I have no real experience with that. I wonder what other people think. Um, I'm going to keep experimenting. When this pen runs dry, maybe I'll ink it with the tobacco ink and see if that color also functions really well there. Because that, that'll be interesting. Um, 
and yeah, that's that's the thing about I guess that's the thing about Brownings. Funny thing is, I was really tempted recently to order a bottle of uh, an ink from Kyoto Tag called uh, Stone Road of Gion. I think is the name of the ink. It's an interesting brown kind of gray ink. I'm thinking it actually looks like that tobacco ink that I didn't like that I just dumped out. <laughs> so at least when it was washed out. So maybe I decided not to buy it because maybe maybe I don't like it, or maybe I do like it. I just would like it more if it looked like what I expected it to look. And because I would expect it to look like that kind of grayish, washed out brown, it would be fine. But, be, but if I'm expecting it to look like a more rich brown, it would not be fine. Does that make sense? Um, okay, and the last item I want to just mention, and it is related to inks again, um, ink journaling. Do you log your inks when you ink a pen up? How do you do it? I always write in a, in a journal that I bought um an Echoqua notebook, I forget the, the name of the manufacturer, Fabriano. Um, and I found one that was spiral bound at, at a local craft store. Actually, it was a chain craft store, isn't it? Um, Hobby Lobby. I found it at Hobby Lobby, and it's unlined and it's spiral bound, and I use that. Um, and it works pretty well. Some pens bleed on it, but I always, you know, I, I do a little swatch of the ink. Um, I write the pen that I'm using, the, the nib size. The, the ink that I'm using and when I inked it up and I keep track of this and every time I ink up a new pen I do you know once in a while I forget but generally speaking I always do that and I'm able to go back and say oh look I've only been inking up reds and blues and greens lately let me, let me do a brown or let me do a black because I haven't done something like that in a while so I like using it that way and that's that's what I get out of it um, it also I think is helpful if I, if I want a blue and I kind of know what type of blue I want I think I've been doing this for about two years now, so I've got a, a lot of information there to go back on. For a little while, I was logging in on the Fountain Pen, Com- Fountain Pen Companion website, where you could go in there and put what inks you're putting and even what pens you're putting them into and whatnot. And it works pretty well. You could track the inks you own, whether it's a sample or a bottle or what, cartridge, whatever. Um, I didn't use it too long. I, I was fine. At some point, the website, I was not finding it easy to use, especially on my cell phone. And I think that was part of why I stopped using it. Also, I'm finding I really like, because in my book that I'm logging it, I'm writing it down with a pen itself. I could see what it looks like, what the color actually looks like for me from different pens, um, what it looks like in text and just what it looks like in the swatch. And, and that's a lot of information that I get that I don't really get from that website. It would be really neat if that website you could maybe upload a picture of some writing samples or something to remind yourself so that'd be a lot of effort I don't know if I would do that or not but yeah so do you log the inks you use and how do you log them that's what I do it works really well for me uh, so that is all I have I guess I am ready to put on my AC or lower my windows so if you have any questions or comments send me an email at pensonthego at gmail.com and that is P-E-N's P uh, you know, you know what it is. Pens on the go. Same as the the podcast name. Um, thank you for listening. There you go. Find my power button. AC on, people.